All right, welcome to Truth in the Matter. My name is Domango, and this is my co-host, Travis. And today, we're talking about Paul Pierce. The truth ain't in him. I swear. <laughs> Paul Pierce sits up and says the stupidest things on television. This man said he's a better wing shooter than Clay Thompson. Now I understand that you on television and you trying to create controversy. But stupidity? Oh, that's unacceptable. My man's had the nerves to say he's a better wing shooter and he would take himself over Clay, which is understandable. You would say you would take yourself over anybody. It's a confidence thing. But uh, you don't play basketball anymore. Just be realistic. You're not a better three-point shooter than him. Wing shooter, you're not a better player than Clay Thompson. What record does he have? Getting stabbed. (laughs) Nine times. (laughs) That's it. You let another individual stab him nine times. Man. That's it. Paul has the record for having the most crust on the side of his mouth (laughs) that I ever seen, Brett. A grown man, a, a Hall of Famer, and he still didn't know what chapstick was. Bro, he the only individual who is who is like a franchise player to be hold in the NBA. That boy was passed around more than a blunt. <laughs> Bro, he was the Nate Robinson of the Boston Celtics. How, Sway? How? He was the black China in the NBA. Bro, Draymond really told that man, they don't love you like they loved Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he's the only player I know that didn't have a fur real tool. <laughs> they gave Dirk one, bro. Bro, didn't they switch his uh, retirement date? <laughs> they was going to join it with Isaiah Thomas. They was questioning <laughs> not giving it to him for Isaiah. That's fucked up. <laughs> they wasn't going to get this man a retirement date in Boston for the current player in Isaiah Thomas. They messed around and had a Clippers jersey at Boston for <laughs> Yeah, man. I, I don't know, man. These uh, ex-NBA players, some of them, you know, like the Paul Purs and even T-Mac on that T-Mac, list. T-Mac, man. And the Scottie Pippen, man, they are saying the stupidest but things the, that I've ever heard. The one and two is 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 Pippen and, and uh, Paul Pierce, though, man. Paul yeah. Pierce is so biased, it don't make any type of sense. He's a Boston agent, secret agent. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's just, he said so much stupid stuff about the late. Oh, they ain't making it. LeBron out of the prime. He's not a top five player. Paul, what are you talking about? What are you talking? I understand that LeBron, towards the end of your career, was whooping your ass. But you ain't got to have a man that. Yeah, man. He, he got to stop being so petty. Man, but the Clay thing, man, he really, he lost his mind with that one. I, and I, somebody I, need to remind uh, Paul Purse and Scottie Pippen that you are not on the Mount Rushmore top five place. Scotty Pippen act like he ready to lace him up now and hand check you to death. Man. He ready to just hold your hips and hand check you to death. Scotty Pippen got to tell me when he able to beat Jordan one-on-one. How about that one? Fuck it. When have he ever been able to create his own shot? He can't. He can't create his own space. Paul, I mean, um, Scotty Pippen ain't never been able to catch you off a dribble. Step back. I don't even know if Go he... Go to hold, you know, without... He needed help. I don't even know if he the fourth or fifth option when it comes down to it. We put him on the court to play defense... Not to get the three-point shot or the mid-range shot off to take the lead. That's it, man. Steve Kerr was more of an option than him. Yep. Ron Harper needs to have the ball in the hand more than him. 
Yep. Of course, they got Michael. Like, man, Scottie Pippen is a very, very overrated player. Man, great player, but a very overrated. Like, it's he's pushing top fifty. Man, it's he's more pushing. players in the league right now better than him. Like, he, he wants to say he's the LeBron before LeBron was cool, a prototype. That's fine because you know every first type is a demo. Mm-hmm. It's not the full <laughs> version. Bro, I, you're not better than Draymond. Call my man's a demo. He, he, bro. What triple doubles has he had like Draymond? It's disrespectful. It's very disrespectful for him to sit there and say that you should um, compare LeBron more to him than MJ. Hell no. Like, did you compare yourself to Magic? I mean, huh. that's basically what he's saying to me. Right. Come on, Scotty. Nah, man. I don't want to hear that nonsense. I don't know, man. And, uh, you know, as far as what he did on the court, you got players like Kawhi and Paul George that are much, and I mean much, better version of him. And these are players that he said he was better than? Seriously? Because he said Kawhi. Oh, I'm better than Kawhi. So you have to throw Paul George in there. Yeah. We see what Paul George is doing. This is something that uh, uh, Paul Pierce has never done. Yep. And this is on a team with another superstar in eight. And they're, they're streaking. Right now, Paul George is my midseason MVP. Like he's my current MVP. But Giannis is right there on him. Man. I mean, in my definition, my personal definition of MVP is who is the most valuable player for their team. If they get injured now, what would that team be? Yeah. If Paul George get injured right now, I think OKC still makes the playoffs, they would, but they're not the same team. They would definitely be six. Seasons. If Giannis is hurt, oh, that's it. Yeah. We might be questioning, uh, is the Bucks still a franchise? <laughs> you know, they might just say, oh, fuck it. We done for the season. Be- uh, y- y'all still got 19 games left. Oh, we done. We all right. That's yeah. it. That uh, that uh, Chris Paul commercial, that, that Buck actually would have been shot. Right. That's what would have happened if Giannis goes away. But they did do something smart. That contract that Eric Bledsoe signed, probably the smartest thing they done did. He didn't get a boatload of money, but he had stable enough money, four-year contract. Now all they got to do is worry about Chris Middleton, who's a great piece on that team. He's a free agent coming up. And they can pay him. The biggest problem is if Eric Bledsoe says – who is Teddy Rivers there again? And they play in Boston. He fucked up. Oh yeah. If that man ever say who is who, he fucked up. Yeah. That's one of the dumb ass moments. Yeah. <laughs> that man. Jesus. <laughs> turned around. <laughs> man, he had that man playing ring around the roses yeah. with himself. <laughs> Blender. <laughs> Mixing bowl. Man, he was Shout fucking him up. I mean, in my thing, Teddy Rivers is. I don't, I don't even know what to call him this year. You know, I want to say he's a solid bagger, but then again, I don't want to see his ass on the court. I agree. You, you don't want them type of tough buckets. He's definitely tough buckets. Because I, I compared him to a status of uh, Trey Young because he's so sporadic. But Trey uh-huh. Young has proved, even though it's the Atlanta Hawks, right. has proved that, hey, I can score at will anytime I want. And I'm going to try on defense. That's a little more than Terry Rosier can produce. 
Terry Rozier doesn't have a for sure jump shot. Yeah. And doesn't think well. Nah. Speaking of Boston, are they in trouble or you think they're all right? Man, my thing with Boston is, since I'm a diehard Laker fan, I don't like Boston. I don't care if they fall. They can fall off a cliff. Only thing I like about Boston is Jason Tatum. And I hope they lose. But I knew they were going to be in trouble ego-wise. And that's what you need in the playoffs. The problem is you also have a Kyrie Irving on that team. Where if your ego goes off, that Mm. team is doomed. Yeah. Is Kyrie a problem? In certain aspects. Because Kyrie, if Kyrie's the leader of the team, Kyrie's a problem. Because if things don't go right, to me, he's adopted that LeBron James mentality. Okay. Starts pointing fingers. So then now it's on the point of, okay, it's these young guys that can ball, like you, Jason Tatum. I mean, I give it to you, Rozier, your Brown. Like, well, who the hell you tell me, you know, something's wrong or, or I can't play when you yourself you're not consistent on defense first off yeah. granted you can get your buckets but it's just one on one ball ain't nothing really helping the team yeah I agree so for him to be on that team I, it's like a blessing and a curse but it's more so of a curse now down the road that these guys have have come into their own so for example if that Anthony Davis trade would have went down mm-hmm. and they traded Ro- uh, uh, not Rozier but uh Brown, Tatum, uh, Al Horf. The Pelicans are now, to me, better on paper than the Boston Celtics. Chemistry than the Boston Celtics. I'm not going to say they are better team record-wise, gameplay-wise. What you say, chemistry. chemistry. Right. And, and plus, they'll be in the West. Mm-hmm. Like, Jason Tatum has, will have confidence. Like, well, like he said, wherever I go, I'll be able to play well anyway. I think... I got a, sm- a different take on it. I think uh, Kyrie is that high school sweetheart that you got that you can't never get over. You need her in your life because she got the best advice because she know everything about you. Yeah. Then you can't stand her because she's annoying. You remember why you broke up with her. <laughs> That's Kyrie. He's that type of player, man, that is like, all right, man, we need him. For clutch situation, yeah. God damn, he's a liability and certain things. But don't get me wrong, he's he's uh, his career assists. You know, he's scoring the ball a little less, but he's getting the ball around the other players. Right. I think he's attempting to be a better player. The only problem is his leadership is is a little shaky. His words, right? You know, it's almost like when they lose, it's like, nah, fuck it, it ain't my team. But when they win, it's like, okay, you know what I mean? Oh, we got a chance. We we working on it. He's almost Aaron Rodgers in this situation. Yeah. You know, that's what reminds me of an NBA. Aaron Rodgers, one of those type of players that when we good, put it on me. When we bad, fuck it. Put it on the coach. Put it on the wide receiver. Put it on everybody else but me. And instead of being upset and mad with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, I think he needs to embrace them young players. I agree. You know, don't get me wrong. You know, you take a stupid shot or make a bad shot. I'm Kyrie Irving. Give me the ball at the end of the game. I don't care how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. We're going to win with the game on my shoulder. We're going to lose with it on my shoulder. 
You know, that's how he that's the approach I think he should take. So we're not even talking about the to me the big focal point of the issue, Gordon Hayward. He's the one that was paid the contract. Uh-huh. You think he's the main problem of that team. As far as chemistry wise for the young guys. I don't. For the simple fact, Gordon Hayward was okay with coming off the bench. Gordon Hayward basically said, okay, well, everybody feel like it's me. I come off the bench. Oh, you, you think I'm stealing your minutes? No, nah, go ahead and have it. I think Gordon Hayward's doing everything in his power to make the team chemistry come, you know, come along. So, no, I can't say that man is the reason why they uh, have a problem. Also, maybe uh, we gave Brad Stevenson a little bit too much credit too early. Uh-huh. That might be the key thing. We gave him so much credit calling him all. You know, I didn't think he was, but some people said, oh, he's the next Greg Popovich. Look what he's doing with this team. Yeah. You know who also uh, was really great when they was young? Eric Sposter. You heard nothing <laughs> about him in Miami. Yes, you hear absolutely So these great nothing. coaches, you know, that we praise so much about putting these teams together, now is the time you have to show I can deal with egos. Yep. You didn't have to deal with egos because you had a young players. Yep. Now it's the egos on the team. Let's see your coaching getting coached through this. Because their East is very top-heavy. And you have uh, Philly, you have uh, the Bucks, and you have Toronto. So it's not that easy. And you also have a team that is my sleeper team for the East, the Indiana Pacers. Indiana Pacers! The Indiana Pacers can beat all four teams that I named. This is without Victor Oladipo, man. Without Victor Oladipo. It's crazy. Yes. So... And, and, and two, you have to – like, to me, they're not a focal team or a big team, but you still got to kind of watch out for the streaky Washington Wizards, man. So if your, if your team is in the predicament of the Boston Celtics, man, you got to be on your P's and Q's the whole time. Right. Brad Stevens. Yeah, man, it's just – Boston is one of them weird teams, man, because they can get in uh, – Playoffs and just clicks, just like that. So I don't underestimate them guys. And I'm a Boston fan. I mean, a Laker fan, a diehard Laker fan. So I know what them guys can do. Yeah. Now, the Lakers. We're getting on this subject. We say this subject because this is the most important subject to me. And, And first off, guys, this is not a Lakers podcast. But we are Lakers fans, and when BS happens, we have to talk about these motherfuckers. So just realize that we we we're tired of the bullshit. That that's that's what we're really tired of. Luke Walton. I don't think it's Luke. My problem with the Lakers right now. Who is leading us defensively? We have nobody. LeBron James. That's leading us defensively. Is LeBron getting old? Uh, LeBron's getting lazy. That's so what LeBron. You don't think he's getting old? I don't think he's getting old. He's still driving the lane, booming on people, and then get on defense, and he's looking around like he, he's James Harden. I mean, yeah. My problem with LeBron James is. He almost one of them type of players that is like, you know, you're on the team with type player that is, oh, go do this, go do that, go do this. Yeah. Are you a goddamn coach? 
Or you wearing or you a Laker jersey. Or you were the leader of the Lakers. See, that's that's the big problem. I don't even need him to be the leader at this point. I, I agree. Man, I, I would I be fine with Rondo leading this team. I'd be fine with, with, with Lonzo when he comes back. LeBron, what I need you to do is catch the ball on the block. I need you to punish smaller defenders that's guarding you. I need you to have your point guard or your shooting guard come up and set, set these screens for you so you can get the switch. You can take advantage of it. And guess what? You have advantages all across the board. If you post up a smaller player, they have to come and help. Now, that has a player slashing to the hole, and you have a player sliding out to the corner for a wide open three. It's a, it's a lot of different options LeBron James can play around with. But when you come up and you shoot a three-pointer down there from half court and you don't hit shit. For what reason? Why? We never know you for being the shooter. Yeah, you improve your shooting percentage, but also – being a Laker fan and watching the, the games you play, you're a selective shooter. Yep. You have certain spots that you want to shoot from. I see that. Yeah. You know, and, and you're too big to just be shooting threes at the top of the key. Don't get me wrong. You, you are by far one of the best players in the league right now. Yep. And I'm not saying the best player in the league right now because this year you're not the best player in the league. Right. You know, we're going to have resume, of course. But this year alone, you're not. You're not mm-hmm. top five. And MVP talks like he—he's he, not on on a team where he should be there. He—he he really should be talked about at this moment. But like you said, being at at the block, since it's a positionless game now, right. the many times he can get the switch to a a two guard or a three guard who he's normally bigger than, and catch the block. These dudes will probably be 50, 60 pounds less than he is, and he will put their ass in the basket every time. But the fact that he wants to control the ball and be at the perimeter diminishing this game. It like, does. You know, uh, being 34 years old, LeBron James has to learn to change his game up a little bit. Kobe has to do it. At 34 years old is when Kobe Bryant uh, basically ended his career and towards Achilles, and he – did that, driving the Lakers to the playoffs. Yep. LeBron, we need that from you. We need you to suck it up, stop blaming these young players, and go out there and just win. Yep. And I'm tired of people saying, oh, man, it's the team around us. It's LeBron. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, he's put in a weird situation because I can't tell you I started in lineup because it switch up every goddamn night. Luke Warden is just flat out confused. I don't think Luke knows who starts, you know. So I understand LeBron's frustration, but also you got to understand these young players' frustration. Yeah. And at this point, with a ten, you know, with a ten seed, who cares? You're losing. <laughs> that is it. It's on the AP. Nobody wants to hear a loser talk. Especially Nobody. Especially in the Lakers uniform. This is the greatest organization of all times, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, just saying. So, play like it. It's a privilege to put on that Laker jersey. And just because you're you're the status quo of who you are doesn't make you anything. Because we we would do you dirty. But he's given reason now. And his 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 leader mentality is just not functioning well. I agree. It, it, you have to have that mentality that you have young stars, so you have to lead by example. If you can't lead by example, wrong damn organization. 
Yep. Just letting you know that right now. Yeah, man. But to jump subjects just a little bit, are we making the playoffs? Man, like I told y'all, man, I don't like to even talk about that. Reason being, we shouldn't be talking about that. And I don't know. I really do not know. Do I see it happening? Honestly, no. Right. Like we we the, the thing is we played well against Milwaukee and we still lost. It's just looking like one of them seasons, man, where it's like it's a wash. And it's the same. Like we mentally go blank yeah, after a while. We we let the, we we get a scoring run. We'll get down by two after being down by ten, which is an issue. But we get down by two, and then we let them go on the spree. Why? Because we either tired or somebody hit a lucky three, and your leader is looking down like, man, who's supposed to guard him? So now if somebody else peeps that, Oh well, what the hell? We we don't give up. Like our chemistry is so jacked up throughout the game. We can't keep the same morale throughout the whole game. And that's our issue. I mean, as a Laker fan, I don't even want to fight for AC. I don't want to see the Warriors first round. Why? It's a waste of time. Yep. You know, if we can get in the playoffs and build some momentum, then play them in the Western Conference or something like that, I'm cool with that. But to just play them right off the back, it's a waste of time, man. Mm-hmm. And my biggest uh, thing is they got to understand everybody is, is playing us like we or the Golden State. Yep. Like playing the Lakers and beating LeBron James is is a big thing. It's a circle on that calendar. Yeah, see, uh, you know, a wounded goat is what he is. And they fucking them up. It's like, oh, you don't want to come out and put your hand out? Oh, yeah, come here. That's a bucket. I'm going to bang this. I hit this on LeBron. Oh, you don't want to have defense? Yeah, Kuzma, let me go ahead and take you to the rack. Oh, Ingram, you want to play long? Let me go ahead and scoop past you and bump into your little body. Like, it's just one of those things, man, that, that we just got to get better as a team. Yeah. That's all it is. Before right. we end this segment, I am going to give you my prediction for uh, – that um, Western Conference and Eastern Conference uh, champs. And uh, from the East, I am taking the Toronto Raptors. And from the West, I am taking the Warriors. I gave a dramatic thing, but you already knew what it was. Yeah. And for my uh, championship team, I am definitely taking the Warriors to win it all in seven. Yes, Toronto. Ooh, seven. And the reason I gave it seven is because Calor is going to have a great game six and not show up game seven. Cal, fat boy Laurie. Cal, Laurie's not going to show up for game one, game two, <laughs> game four, and game six. They're going to lose some, he, six. He's going to hit a big shot. And man. you know, I don't like Cal, fat boy Laurie, but he's going to hit a big shot. Hey, shout, shout out to Cal, Laurie, man. Uh, no, they're not going anywhere. They're losing in six. Point blank, period. So is that also your uh, pick? Oh yeah, for sure. I, I I like Toronto. It's just that that's a defensive minded team. To me, Milwaukee, they they're that that's my Eastern Conference championship right there. Milwaukee and Toronto. Okay. But Milwaukee 
due to their lack of shooting and consistency, I won't be able to beat Toronto. Because they got Marcus All now. Yeah, that's true. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, we are true to the matter. And thank you for listening to our podcast.